Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my fun of the sun, wearing very tropical colors, co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Got the uh, Rock in the Flint Tropics for those of you who are semi-pro fans, the Will Ferrell movie. Mm. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast <laughs> where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a whole discography per episode, and today we'll be discussing every single album. Bye. Uh, one of the worst bands ever, RX Bandits. Okay, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. Holy we're shit, gonna we're going to fight. This is requested on Patreon by Christian. Thank you so much. Christian also requested Altar of Plagues. Yes. Which we loved. Yes. Episode 88 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, extreme black metal, uh, post-metal or post-metal, post-metal, black metal kind of. Yeah. You know. Brutal, crazy, technical. And then. He requests RX bandits, which, well, I didn't know a damn thing until I Googled them. And I, then I see, Ska? What I, the fuck are you doing, dude? What the fuck are you doing? I thought he explained himself on YouTube, and I thought there would be a light at the end of the tunnel. But for me, that light never came. That light came for me. Holy shit. I like this band. I don't Holy love shit. this band. Whoa, so, yeah. This was one of the funniest uh, homework assignments for, because Damn, we had polar opposite and reactions thing, and it was not because I liked the band. Yeah. It was, it was one of the most interesting, interesting discographies because just the transformation from point A to point B is so fucking crazy. Like you only know it's the same band because of the guy's voice, which I hate. Changes. I hate. I, he's a fantastic vocalist. Hate his style. I, I hate his I style. I fucking hate it. It is, it is a, Y'all know Sublime? Y'all know Bradley Noel from Sublime? Well, it's that. It's basically exactly that. He's doing that exact same style. Uh, Mr. Matt Embry. Matt Embry. This guy, he's so talented. I just disagree a lot with his musical choices. Yeah, he's talented. He's amazing. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, the other guys also, Christopher... Titus. Kidding. Tagakis. How do you spell that? T S A G A K I S. Sagaki? Is that? It sounds, uh, it sounds Japanese. I don't know. Whatever. Christopher really on drums, Steve Choi, uh, other guitarists. Um, I think, you know, they're super talented. Um, I could not, you know, play half of what they play. Sagakis. Sagakis. That's a. I don't know what that is. East Coast, like you might be Greek or something. I don't know. It isn't. That's an interesting one. Maybe it's Thai. (laughs) Fucking have no idea. I don't know anything about names. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, all the every every member is uh, is unbelievable, and every album is produced like a fucking beast, immaculate production. Like yeah, they clearly know their way around a couple instruments and some songs in this. The the fuck the fuck. God damn, dude. So. I was not expecting you to have fun. I thought you were going to be the so same as me. I had fun because every time I got to an, 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 the next album, it changed in a way that both excited me and let me down every mm. single time. Every mm. single album would start out with a thing. I'm like, I didn't see this coming. This sounds way different. And then as the album go, I'm like, fuck. And then there'd be points in that same album. Like that's, that's undeniable. That's undeniable. They have the most inconsistent songs. I feel like every song I, I, there is both parts I hate and adore so many that, like, that this that, would be a, a flawless song. If that, if you just didn't fucking do God damn it. I agree. I agree with that statement. 
unfortunately, the bad outweighed the good for me. There is one album that I uh, I will one million percent return to that I really like a lot, and the rest I'm like, they're moments that I love, but there's just so much there. Or like another, there's another uh, another few where, God damn, this would be a fucking awesome thirty minute album, and then it just goes mm-hmm. on for another twenty, and shit, a lot of shit like that. Undeniable stuff with a lot of also uh, deniable stuff on yes. it as well. Yeah, I I kind of feel like they're just chasing trends a little bit. Like, I if they come out with a new album, I bet you it will be that black influenced by like the black gaze stuff. Black gaze? Ah, uh, no fucking way. These guys, no way. Not with no. this guy's voice. No fucking way. I, no chance. I I. Swear, I would bet be. you a hundred bucks. Then no chance. I yeah. I bet you this guy's trying to cook up how to do ska ska black uh, black metal well, the, right now. The ska left uh, on the fifth album. Well, I the fourth, disagree. The fourth album, it was mostly gone. Fifth album, it's gone. I I, can, I, I need you to point out because there was no ska on okay. the sixth and seventh album. Seventh I can album, hear it. I can hear it. He, the the voice and the bright guitar tones. Like that's not Scott. I'm talking thing. That's Scott. I'm not talking no. about like his just his uh, uh his vocal style because even that's like it's a specific kind of Scott. I get that, but there uh, there were songs where I was like I can still fucking hear it. I think you're being a little uptight about it. There's no fucking way. Some of these are no. There's no way. I, I my notes better not fucking let me down right I now. Hope I better have do. good fucking notes. I right hope now. you do because I got so many notes. All right. <laughs> I got fucking pounds of notes. So, okay, who are they? Who the fuck? I know it's I, I, uh, Matt Embry, but Yeah, Matt Embry and uh Christopher were the only two like start to finish members. Uh and then the the other two like big ones, Steve Choi who uh, joined in 01 and then uh, Joseph Troy on bass also joined 01 and that is like the core mm. the core band and then every I think there's like important horn players oh, yeah. or, or some shit like that but they they have a lot of rotating members and I'm just like I'm not I'm not going to get into it I don't give enough of a shit we got paid for this one Alex give a shit <laughs> a little bit well I learned about the, the third wave of ska which is all these fucking orange county such as no, I'm very interested Alex no doubt no doubt dude mighty mighty boss Red. real big fish sorry I hate all these bands <laughs> so here I am doing every uh, goldfinger goldfinger Woo. yeah man also, I've never listened to them, but uh, the band Sounds of Animals Fighting, I didn't realize that spawned out of RX Bandits. I didn't even know who they were. I, I just I, heard, the, heard the name. Yeah, was, yeah. I, I thought. And they might be like a math rock band, maybe. Yeah. But I was like, maybe I'll listen to that after this. If I listen to it, it's going to be a very, very long time. Uh, so here's why I disagree so vehemently with you about the Scott thing. You can't listen to the first album and listen to the last album and say, oh, this is their both ska albums. You can't do that. If you try to do that, you're just being disingenuous. There's no, there's no ska. They okay. are not a ska band after the fourth album. They are not. Just straight up. Okay. Yeah. When we get to that last album, I do. I didn't. There's one song with some reggae influence, but that's about it. And I do have the song noted. If I don't remember what it's called. I got two. So, I, got, I got two songs. All right. Two songs makes an album, everybody. Two songs. There we go. It never leaves them, I guess. You can 
You can take the the ska boys out of Orange County. I disagree so much. I, I but you can't take Orange the, County out of them. Because here's the thing: I don't like ska, but I can give it up for a good song, regardless if it's ska or not. Give it so, up. Give it 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 up. But so even if there was like a, a, a dominant ska influence in the stuff that that's like more proggy. Uh, I would be, I was just like, fuck it, dude. It's still pulled off. Well, I don't care. Uh, I can't say the same so much for the first many albums, but we'll go into more detail. By the way, uh, if you want to suggest an artist for us and not wait a million years for us to get to it, jump the line, patreon.com slash every album ever, just like Christian did, uh, tier two patrons get to skip everybody else pretty much. And of course there will be, believe it or not, a Spotify playlist on our expanded. Find a link in the description. Yada, yada, yada. Already did my share. Oh, it's four songs. I bet four fucking, whole songs. Four four gems. But uh, let's see here. So that's that's about it for the for the intro. Uh, altogether, that's had set. Well, they're still kind of together. They're ish together. Probably yeah. not going to record anytime soon, but it's not impossible. But first album released nineteen ninety seven. Last one twenty fourteen. So. If you're ready, I'm ready. Ooh. I've been ready. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. This is 1997's Those Damn Bandits. Serenity Now. Serenity Now! Originally called the Pharmaceutical Bandits. That means the same thing, just a same wordier. So does this, or does this not sound like, like every single band? Like that does it this. does. I have no idea. Man, it's so wild, because I probably have, like, bands that I listen to where, like, outsiders of the genre would be like, why would you listen? Like, it sounds the same. Why would you? And I'm like, no, I know the difference. And I wonder if there's ska people who are like, no, like what the bandits were doing was very like. At this stage, I would argue they are not. In uh, like two albums from now, I would say, yes, they are doing something different. Yeah. Here, fucking no. No. This is interchangeable. Look at this cover, dude. It's a joke. It is the most, like, these are children. They are, they are children here. Okay, so I can't take that. But I, I do want to say one thing. Worsley's favorite. Worsley's favorite. But before I even go into that, uh, I will say like this is the one of the worst album covers that we've uh, we've done. Which probably. is funny because we just did Coco Rose, and they have awful album uh, covers, the worst covers. Covers, but by the end of it, they have rad covers. Oh they yeah, have fucking yeah. awesome album. So at least even the art changes evolves with them. I believe. Yeah. But this is so so much the worst. So by the numbers. Um, is there anything to enjoy on here? Uh, oh, the I think Valentine's Day. I found the female vocals on there. At least mix it up. Yes. At least that. I, I think I just like the slower, the slower stuff. What is I the think, slower song? I think it works. It's a little bit dramatic. I think it works. And the fact that it's slower sounds like not a big deal. But keep in mind that the song y'all just hearing Every song is that, that song. It's that speed. It's that it's like it's like fucking Sublime's first album, where every song is the exact same tempo. Yeah, it is the same same goddamn formula, and that's that album has like thirty eight songs or something. But like, God, and I I do really dig how Innocent starts. Of course, 
once it starts up, turns into predictable Scott bullshit mm. after that. But uh, I bet I would bet if you're really into ska, that's a great song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, as a whole, though, I would say this album is really good for ska, not for music. No, not for music. The second song, uh, I think it was after or soon after Valentine's Day. Uh, two tone. Two tone. Again, oh. it's a slower. Hate it. I hate it. Uh, yeah. The I think the song that pissed me off the most was I Don't Care. There's so, yeah, go ahead. so many different ways to say pick it up, and all of them are wrong on this song. Uh, uh, grab it, scoop it. Uh, I did, yeah, this turns into a bop it commercial. At first, I thought that song was going to be on the crazier side, and then but then it just turns into the exact same fucking ska song mm-hmm. as everything else on here, and and it's it's a it's an exhausting album and. Again, like if you're in a ska, this isn't like offensive or like blatantly uh, aggravating or, yeah. or horrible. Except, uh, except the last track, the you know, it's not even oh, title. It's question mark I, explanation point. That I that is like some of the most teenage shit I've ever heard. Like, oh, we're this fucking goofing around, unlistenable or, garbage. It's a million I, people talking at the same time and a bunch of dicking around. It's like, and it's super long. It's just. Like they recorded a bunch of different things and like, oh, what if we played them all at the same time? And then also, also there is something about a group of people singing a song together that like in a casual hangout setting that just fucking it's really, really grinds douchey. my gears. I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. That kumbaya bullshit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, even oh if you're God. not doing kumbaya and like people are like scatting other inst. Oh my God. Um, it's free expression, Alex. Quit being such a drag. I think I think the the song where the like vocal performance pisses me off the most, Sam. Sam. Ooh. Oh, S A M. That song makes me want to vomit. It's like <laughs> it's songs like that, such obvious chord chord changes and progressions. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just lame songwriting. It's fucking lazy and predictable. And it's but it's fun ska. But but also, fuck you. I don't care about fun ska. Your song is not well written. It's like and this then is I, just yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then again, it's like if this is the same year or you know, same peers, like I don't know. I can Mighty Mighty Boston has some good songs, I guess. Have you ever knocked on wood? That's the one song anybody knows. But that's Have you ever knocked on wood? Yeah, <laughs> but it's better than like so that's what I'm saying. Is, so if you can all just be as good as the Mighty Mighty Boston, it'd be great. Only. So so that song's uh, SAM Sam. I believe what's that different guy singing on there as well, right? It was it. Oh, not. that's probably why the vocals suck. I'm going to double check because because Matt has a great voice. He does he's does a style that I that I hate, but you can't like say he's not a really good singer. Uh I remember hearing on never mind, there's no information on this album. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bare I think it's an, I think it's another bare guy bones. on there. But yeah, bad. But also that's that song was the first indicator that I was like, oh, he can play guitar. He can play guitar mm, real interesting. well. Real good guitar player. Very good. In fact, it was like he's way too good to be pl- in a ska band. Not that mm. you can't be a good musician playing a ska band, but usually Scott guitars are very formulaic. They do the one thing, the clink, mm. clink, clink, you know, it's not really a, you don't hear too many uh, wild stuff or interesting, you know, you don't hear too many arpeggios in ska. So I was like, oh, he can't play. So when I had like the, the prior knowledge, like, oh, they, they get prog gear, it just made sense. 
So now for I, every every album, I'm kind of listening. Well, how, what more does he do on this album? Mm, this one, not much. Yeah, I um, I was gonna save this for a different album, but I kind of realized the drum, the drummer and bass player, and probably every ska band are like the unsung heroes. They're brilliant, playing so fucking fast yeah. and like. Scott Basis, honestly, they, they they're the, unsung heroes. They're the songs. Yeah. Whatever the song is, they're the reason. Yeah. Because the guitar is doing that rhythm thing mm. and then the singer is picking it up or whatever. Yeah, usually the bass is doing something crazy. Even, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though I don't like the music, that is like yeah. by far more interesting yeah. to me than than anything else. Yeah, this is a you know what's extra cringeworthy? Yeah. Band-aid. When he says he needs a band-aid for my soul. Get the fuck out of here. Don't tell me you never needed a band-aid for your soul, you fucking heartless fuck. bitch. Don't you fucking tell me that. Get the We've fuck all needed a band-aid for the spirit. All right? You never, you never been sad? Huh? You never been sad, Alex? I've been sad, but I never thought like, oh, a band-aid would make... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to get you some spiritual band-aids. Don't you worry. If but I had a band-aid for you. my okay, soul... I got you. <laughs> and I, you, you know, you're talking to, we've had multiple discussions about mental health. And, oh, yeah. And that one, I'm like, the fuck out of here, pussy. But what is Prozac if not band-aids of soul? God damn it. You <laughs> might be right. You might be right. Uh, but, but basically, I think we come to agreement. This is all genre, no substance. Although the performances are spectacular, protection is great. It doesn't matter. It's just and then also, also because I I don't want to get sh- I probably have no business talking about this album, but here I am. Hey, you, know, you fucking paid us to do it, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, anybody who knows who's heard this knows. I mean, by by the way, if you're new here and you're you're fucking listen. I'm sorry, but this is not going to change, baby. We're the, we're who we are. You can't change me. <laughs> You but gotta let me off. Let me off the chain. I gotta is, be me. Oh, gotta be you. Gotta be you. <laughs> but this, this is no one. Yeah, if you like Scott, you probably don't listen to us talk about music for one. Oh, uh, also, I forgot. To, I knew what I was getting into. I remember these motherfuckers in high school. Oh, really? So when he requested this, I was like, "This is not going to be a good time." Yeah, but it, I gotta say, man, I, I was though I didn't like so much of it. It is really exciting to me and and satisfying to hear a band change, change. just so much. It I, it makes me happy that like yeah that sometimes when you hear an album you're like oh this band isn't for me, you don't know that for sure. Sometimes mm-hmm. maybe they might be for you later mm-hmm. on. And for this one, a little bit, a little bit. But on to the next one. On to the next one. This is God damn it. This is 1999's halfway between here and there. What if I told you? I hate it immediately. So do I. Yeah. Also, super teenage boy lyrics on here. It's like probably the the whiniest. What if I told you? Oh, things that I had inside. Shoulder to cry on someone that died right now. Right now, this is pretty bad. So there's one thing I will give this song. It's not Scott. There's words in it. This is this is all punk, no Scott, and it's the only song on the album that that's like that. It's an angrier album for sure. Yeah. 
He's also unusually pitchy here. He's hitting, uh, he's hitting wrong notes. That's not common with this dude. Are we going to get to the cringiest lyric? I don't even... If he doesn't say it, we What gonna... if I told you that you're a, a stupid, stupid whore? And I want nothing. Nothing. Your life is such a bore to me. Oh, I cr- I, I, cr- I like actually cringe so that one. So this didn't get worst or least favorite just because at least it's a little different. Little different. Little different. Little different. And here's the thing. I mean. So piss me off. It, oh, <laughs> I didn't fucking go back to this shit. Fuck no. So. Even though the samiest shit ska stuff is still here, I think 10 seconds, uh, 10 seconds never seems so long, actually has some pretty interesting guitar arrangements. Uh, it, when it gets louder, it kind of blows, it's, but whatever. Solid bass lines throughout. I think it's like, okay, well, they're, they're, they're trying a little harder. There's a little bit more, un- not unconventional, but a little bit more, uh, <clears throat> less generic. On, uh, sentence, but you know what I mean? On that song, they sing, we ain't ever going to leave. And I was like, I wish you fucking would. Hey, listen, man. They ain't ever going to leave. They ain't ever going to leave. Never. Never. Also, signed to uh, Drive Through Records. The worst record label created until until Burger Records was created. Who are on each? Uh, Burger Records was like that fucking wave of lo-fi bullshit kind of anchored, anchored by Ty Siegel. Like, oh, like that, like musicians, I actually like and appreciate like it. And I listen to it and I'm like, this, this awful. And then Burger Records had to close down because too many people were sexually harassing women there. (laughs) I've been wanting to trash. I've been wanting to trash them for a long time. You're telling me that dudes in skinny jeans and glasses are perverts? I am. And are like closet predators? Are you trying to tell me that right now? I am. I've wanted to trash them for a while, but I also, for undisclosed reasons, just feel too close to it. Oh, we know. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're like one degree away from people. So I'm like, I'm not going to do it publicly. And then when that happened, I was like, oh shit, I can do it. I can. Yeah, like I don't. I mean, listen, you do what you fucking want to do. Uh, I just maybe I don't want to fucking bring my girlfriend around you. I don't have a girlfriend, but if I did, not, all right. Not nobody signed to Burger Records. I'm all full a double negative today. Anyways, drive through just a lot. Yeah, who's on drive through? A lot of a lot of awful like ska pop punk emo shit. Yeah. Every every uh, odds are if you listen to a drive through record band in high school i did not want to fucking hang out with you <laughs> and i was a worse person for thinking oh your music it kind of is but everyone has their own fucking shit yeah. I, I do excuse falling into like uh genre traps you know when you're when you're super invested in one genre mm. that shit is super forgivable when you're young i get that because you just want something to bond with uh if you're if you're 28 and you're like dude fucking drive through records dude have you heard this scalp like it's, I, I don't know all of a sudden i'm like worried like uh, you, maybe i fucking it, shouldn't talk to you <laughs> like this quick side note like there's a resurgence in people like liking limp biscuit and i'm like i don't i don't fucking get it i lived through that shit and no like i listen to now <laughs> 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 i pack a chainsaw what 
a motherfucking chainsaw. What? It's like, just one of those days. <laughs> where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Anyways, like I li- fucking rad, dude. What the hell are you talking about? I lived through it. I listened to it. I thought I liked it. And no, no, everybody cut the shit. No. He's still gonna give it up for coins for two albums. <laughs> <laughs> never, gonna, never gonna, never gonna drop that. Love no. those albums. Also, it's been a while since we talked about corn. I know it used to be every episode, every episode. Yeah. But uh, back to this. Back to this. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this. I think this album starts the thing of like I'm intrigued by a song intro, but then it goes down. So yeah, go ahead. cornered, cornered. I really like the intro for that. I think there's some variation in that song. It's not too bad. Don't not too bad. This album. They also rap. Wait, well, refresh my memory. I, I will not only refresh your memory. Oh, I timestamp this shit. Well, it makes doing it. It makes the rapper guy in Three Eleven sound cool. You saying he doesn't sound cool, Alex? No, he doesn't. Three Eleven is a very cool band. He sounds like he has some sort of mental deficiency when he's rapping. Okay, here we go. There's never been a whiter guy rapping. Yeah, <laughs> super lame. I hate this. And obviously, that's uh, not Embry rapping, but it's not. It's it's under the banner of the fucking band. Which song is that? Is that this that's time? That's uh, now or never. That's now or never. Oh God! But see that that song, I was already broken. So yeah, that, yeah, that didn't even register my brain. That like, oh, it made, it made it. It took it from a uh, uh, garbage song to an unforgivable song. My my notes for now or never. Now I'm gonna read them to you. Same, 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 same. Now or never. Same, same, same. There you go. Yeah. Except that rapping part. Except different. that rapping, but different rapping, different, rapping different, different, but everything else same, same, different, same, same. different, but worse. So, oh God. Okay. Oh my God. So <laughs> this album started the, I guess, trend where they start the opening track does a thing mm-hmm. that makes me think, oh, so this is what the album is going to be like. And then the album doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. So for this one, the opening track, what if is like all punk, no ska. Yeah. The rest of the album is still extremely ska. Yes. Later albums also do that not with this not with punk or anything but just like they, they start with a style and like oh this so this is what it is and either i'm super disappointed because it doesn't live up to it or i'm excited because it's better than the opening track <laughs> yeah so this either way i hate it but <clears throat> uh is there anything else no i don't like anything else on here i hate everything else uh, there, there's a couple like i i think there's a pretty good vocal performance in gun in your hand aside from the bad, badness of the song mm-hmm. badness uh but other than that it's just just fucking more just more the only nice thing i have to say is i like the echoey guitars on lost that's the only nice thing i have to say about this so <laughs> there's actually an interesting thing about that song that song absolutely gave me hope for future albums okay because okay put on just the opening riff of that because you hear that opening it's riff probably that, cool and yeah. i think it, that's not ska like that's more a little bit more technical two guitars mm-hmm. doing different things that's a cool fucking riff it's a great riff and again the bass player's going hard like yeah i was like i might have a like full-blown song that i like and then no no we don't 
Ooh, it was close. It's, it's it was so. Yeah. Oh man. Just goes back to the same old shit. But that. But I heard that at least. I'm like, okay. I if what they do later on is similar similar to that in some kind of way, I won't be disappointed. And I was not because they do do stuff like that. Really, uh, uh double picking. You know, uh, harmonized. In that case, it was just an octave difference. But whatever. You know, they do stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, I will say. I mean, there's nothing else good I can say. I mean, there's a secret track. And it's like it's just acoustic and it's it has like some of the most abrasive vocals on the entire album. Damn. It's a bad secret track. I will say Metal Man. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that song's about, but part of it sounds like they are a group of people who have decided what me and my friends decided about like ska kids and emo kids that like metal metal heads are like the Oh, the, the other, losers. Yeah, the the other. Yeah. I mean, we're all losers. We're all so. fucking not getting laid, dude. They're just by whom are we not it, getting laid? Yes, but he's like, I don't care if you don't like metal. I'm gonna listen to some Iron Maiden. Hey, dude. And he, you know what? Good for you. Also, right. I don't know if you're a dude and you find metal off-putting for any reason. Yeah. I this in my in my soul, I just think less of you. Oh, there's that is so off base. I think I know it is. It's so wrong. It's so so wrong. wrong. There's so many great people that don't like metal. I know. I agree. (laughs) But my knee jerk reaction is some sort of you got a bitch. Yeah, (laughs) little pussy, huh? Can't handle fast guitars. You don't like like any of that? Come on, (laughs) what's wrong with that? Man up. And that's what I think about this album. Uh, that's what <laughs> and there we go. This album sucks because it's not metal. Uh, it's okay. So it's shitty, but it's slightly better. It's it's mm-hmm. getting a little bit more interesting. It's still not. It's still not. But, you know, it's a minor step forward, but ultimately not that much better. Whatever. Uh, there's more diversity, but not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're on to a very stupid album because. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's not on Apple because Apple fucking sucks. God. Apple has the music video for Analog Boy for oh, some reason. Fun though. At least, at least we have that. God damn it. Sorry. It's just. Oh, too- so, sorry. There might be an ad. My like app. Like. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, uh, yep. There's ads. So. Yeah. Always ads. I guess I'll talk a little slower than this. Came out in 2001. This album. Okay. It's called progress we got sorry fuck this song gave me so much false hope i like this song a lot oh sorry i you 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 i mean you you locked it right i'm having i'm having a rough week people (laughs) um I was like, there's some Fugazi, there's yeah. some At The Drive-In in here. This it's, is almost teetering on new metal territory. It's very of the times. Oh, yeah. Also, I really like the, the horns in this song. Very subtle. Very really? I think they're a little, I don't know, a little forced, but... Well, they never leave until one album. I don't... I don't, I don't fucking like it. Only thing I don't like here is the vocals. They're very, very in the front. Yes. Um. Yeah. If this didn't have the horns on it, I would have just been like, "Damn, are we in for something cool?" 
Well, we're not. I think areas of this album are. So he, you get the idea with that song. The uh, um the name progress is like adequate, and this is like a a bit of a pre precursor to you know what they'd be doing for sure. This is the first step towards something better. It's a small step, but it is a it is significantly better than the first two albums. I would say it's significantly better than the first two albums. Each album exists to make the previous albums sound less worse. I, I only agree <laughs> up to a point with that. But so the sky is still very much here. You got consequential apathy, but I think it's done very well. I think the sky on that song is actually works really, mm, really well. Mm. And uh Analog Boy. So that's like their one of their few music videos yeah. it is like a, a semi hit. Uh, it's it does that it, it does that annoying pop punk shit expertly. Like it, it nails the fuck. If you I'm, like that, it's perfect. I'm really. amazed it wasn't like on more soundtracks like New Guy or uh, any any teenage comedy coming out at the time. It's it's actually a good song. It's not up my alley at all, but it is an objectively good song. And I do think there's really good vocal performances in it. By the way, that's uh, that video. I saw like, um, cause I was, I had to listen to this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the video version, the music video version of on YouTube and seeing Matt made me laugh hysterically. The, the way he's, first of all, he's so 2001. Oh yeah. He's got the chin strap. He's got, bushy curly hair and he's wearing the most oversized slacks yeah like fucking extra large khakis it's like the god that was such a bad style oh yeah. my god borderline parachute pants hilarious but uh did think it was it was fine for what it is the outro i think shows how far they've they've come to this up to this point with their exper- experimental ambience mm-hmm. because it doesn't sound like they don't know what they're doing it doesn't sound like they're trying to be experimental it just sounds like this yeah, is another, this guy's writing songs. Another, another layer of another layer of the personality. Like they, they just like throwing in some weird psychedelic shit too, and it works. Mm-hmm. It's it didn't sound like it's a part of the song. It's always every time they throw in like an uh, experimental, you know, it's like between the songs. It's it's literally on the end of the song, but it, it might as well be a separate track. It's mm-hmm. that different. Uh, but and I do think the album. Uh, I'm sorry, the the writing has improved substantially overall. Most of these songs are pretty. Pretty interesting, um, like in All But One Is Glory. I think really does a lot of fucking cool stuff. If there was no vocals on that, like if it was an instrumental. Yeah. The, it would work for me, I think. My heavy reggae and ska bias is the only thing keeping me from really liking this album. Because I think these mm. are really well-written songs. I felt like Status was like the most... The most what? Like reggae, ska, that sublime thing. Sublimey and shitty is what yes. I wrote. God, it's like a carbon copy. It's a carbon copy of sublime. <laughs> it's like, and, it, and then when it gets loud, it becomes the worst thing ever. Mm. And it, 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 sublime is such a, is such the easiest comparison. We did them, by the way. <laughs> God damn. It was like episode 20. If you're enjoying this for some reason and you're like, you fucking get them. Yeah. God, we hate sublime, by the way. Uh, because because his vocal style is so similar. It's not even that his, his, the tone of his voice is, is the same as Bradley's. It's the actual choices vocally. Like, mm-hmm. just uh, even the, when he gets when he does oh. so much of that. I, it's like, I don't know what song it was, but there is a song on some album later on where he does that. And it like, it fucking broke me. I'm like, I hate that particular, like, yeah, it's like it's fake gruff as what mm. it's it's what it is. 
Yeah. It's for people who don't want to ruin their voice. Oh. Which I say, quit being a bitch. Just ruin your voice a little bit. Ruin. Yeah. 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 You're calling these metal guys pussies, but you don't want to ruin your voice. Oh, I, oh, I want to have a long lasting career. You fucking homo. You fucking moron. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, he's a good singer. I just hate his choices. But <clears throat> God, man, but there's still a lot of so much, it's so much shit. So much um, shit on here. There's a lot of bad. The, the most perplexing track to me was "Anyone But You" because there's electronic shit. Oh yeah, that somehow make the vocals more unbearable, and the fact that they never come up again in the song makes it like weird. It's fucking weird. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna come. No, no, just all right. It's a, it's rough, and that song is full on pop punk. And I mean, we did all way back in the day, and goddamn, do we not like pop punk? And it's, this is just god pop punk, and it's like fucking goddamn it. I think I think the other are uh, one of the few nice things. Um, the title track that was the first time I felt like interested. Really, I I like some of the riffs on that title track, and then the infection. I like infection. That's them attempting an epic. It's not awful. The, I, uh, yeah. Back end, this filled with white noise. I, it's a great. That song got me mad because it's another example of God damn it. This is really good, but those fucking vocal choices are mm-hmm. infuriating. Mm-hmm. It's just always something that makes that makes me hate the song that I feel like is a really well written song. Yeah. Oh god, this is just <sighs> so. Another thing that kept me uh, from getting too furious at this album was uh, who would have thought because it's it's really not that bad. And as I wrote that, like as as much as I hope they abandoned this style, it was worse. Like the first two albums, (laughs) it it was worse. It was worse. It could be a lot worse because it was at least it's like I can it's still doing a thing that I don't like. But God damn it. At least they're writing better songs. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than this. Fine. I'll take it. I was hoping it'd get better than this. It gets so much better, you fucking maniac! Okay. <laughs> Not yet, though. We have a few more to go. We have a lot more to go. Uh, so, one of many Growing Pains albums, it feels like. because like I feel like this whole band, their entire career is Growing Pains. It's not true at all. Now, now we got 2003's The Resignation. And now we get cool album covers. Oh, yes, we do. If you're watching the video, you'll see one now. I really like this. This song rules. I love this song. I didn't at first. By the second by the second listen, I was like, fuck, this is really hooky. God damn. It is. It is. I don't love this album. Also, they're fucking with odd time signatures now. But for for 03, I will say this is pretty advanced. Oh yeah. And there it is. They're doing weird guitar stuff. Yeah. Wow, I really like this chorus. This is if 
Blink-182 had this main course uh-huh. for Green Day? Yeah. Hit. Hit. Hit City. Yeah. Excellent course. God damn, that song is rad. Um, so I'm dropping bombs. Best personal favorite. Shut the fuck up. I did not assign it until I finished everything. Uh-huh. And in my heart of hearts, I realized this is the one. Really? I have the most positive things to say. I'm not uh-huh. I'm not revisiting any of these albums. Oh, I am. But it's not going to be this one. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um and even saying that I still have some I have some shit to say about it. Yeah, uh, there's a lot I don't like here. So, we we're talking about the the pussy like Yeah. Taking chase. Taking chase as the serpent slithers. I cannot stand the horns. I can't he he does like that pulling deep like sting i think of like peanuts <laughs> when uh, uh the police oh fucking uh, so wait you said the you just said the police because is that song supposed to be a fucking complete replica replica of message in a bottle taking chase yeah i didn't think about Put that on the f- first riff Oh my god. I like the slow drug. Listen, listen to the tone of guitar, okay. the style of riff, and then as the drums come in, listen to the drums. It's just messaging messaging the bottle. Here we go. Miss, Stylistically. Miss Oh yeah. Wait for it. Wait for those drums. <laughs> messaging a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I'm glad you pointed it out, though. It was so blatant. It blatant. I, I, and also, I didn't like the rest of the song at all. But mm, okay, so I guess prophetic. Oh yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I hate the main course. Everything else, awesome. The vocals make it hard to forgive a little bit, but it's still a really good song. At, at this point, I'm hearing this. I'm like. Yes, they're a band I like now. They're a band I like. Interesting. And then New Stand Rock comes out. I'm like, they are not a band I like now. They I not. I thought about the right ah the wipers. Did you? I really? did. I did when that's so that, covered them too. Uh that wasn't the the I think my least favorite song on here is Overcome. Oh, it's wicked that's whack, dog. Kumbaya, that's, yeah, that's, that's Kumbaya bullshit. Mad oh yeah, god. Fuck that fucking song. It's it's uh, it, the reggae is back in full form with that song. I mean that full form, it's it's kind of like half form, but still there. But let me tell you, the end of this album. Oh, the end of this album. Real, is real why strong. I gave it the accolades. It ends with like four bangers, like in it a does. row. Yeah. Uh yeah. First of those bangers, mastering the list. Yo, you like that one? I hate that one. Uh, oh, there is rapping on that. Yeah, it doesn't need to be seven minutes either. But uh, I do like the. How it goes unexpectedly mellow at the end. Yeah, yeah. If they do that. They're starting to do that a lot more now. More now, where at the at the very end, it either becomes a completely different song, or they'll just go. They'll jam this one, one little diddly that's very, very different from the song. So it, it never feels. So when it, one thing I love about this band, their long songs never, no. ever feel long. They I, have like a few seven minute songs. I'm like, I had no idea. And their albums never, I don't think they ever go over an hour either. So never, never. So thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Falling down the mountain. Hell yeah. I think that's the first song with no horns. Maybe. 
Is it? I don't. I didn't note that. I'm I, not sure. It was also a haste for me, but I think that doesn't have any horns, so it gets a, a hit for me. I like the horns in the um, in the band for the most part. I like them when they're in the back and they're taking the backseat a lot more. Mm. I like it when they come in for this one phrase and kind of. It's funny because I like funk music. I like horns and like funk music, but there's just something. Well, the thing is, they're also the focal point of funk music. Like they come in to fucking accentuate something. Yeah, these, these are just kind of like always around. Okay. Uh, but falling down the mountain, that brings back more of the proggy goodness. Uh, when these guys are good, they fucking rule. And that's 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 when I heard that. I was like, God damn! Like when they're good, they're so good. And I I just want more songs like this. But then you get shit like Republic, which the drums are amazing, but the song I don't fucking care. I like some of the guitar playing on that. On Republic, mm-hmm. um, stupid, stupid title. Oh, but I like it more than a lot of their songs. Dina Dog, Dina Dog. That Ooh. I love it. That's yeah. a great song. It, God damn yeah, it, it's good. It's good. And then, uh, oh. the, the closing track. Uh, uh decri- oh yeah, yeah. decrescendo. Decrescendo. Oh man, decrescendo. Yeah, it's uh to to go there's some really he's down. Yeah, um, there's some really neat riffs on there. Yeah, I found it to be not so consistent again with like a lot of songs where like I when it when it gets good I love it, but in between I'm kind of bored. But I also do do very much like uh Paltrow, the one right before it, spelled all Frenchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happy, fun, proggy, uh, a lot of cool guitar stuff, but. I found on this album, I found it amazing how naturally they adopted the prog stuff. It didn't feel jarring at all. It doesn't feel totally out of left field. Because for for one, like they're clearly good at it. One, mm-hmm. they're obviously good musicians and then they can pull it off. But also, uh, it it always feels like the band. His Matt's voice is just so much that. And if you like it, awesome. If you don't, I'm you're sorry. Me. Yeah. If you don't like it, you're me. But it, it never feels like a, a, it's just suddenly a different band. It's just holy shit, this is getting crazier and crazier until finally they're, they're just super, they're just way different. So this was uh, right in the middle for me. Like this is a, officially they turned a new leaf. There's a teensy bit of ska and reggae stuff left over, but overall you could see them like, all right, we're moving on. Just still stuff. too much for me. It, that's why. Also, I can't, I'm not going to skip it. Fucking never slept so soundly. It's like prog reggae. That's also like the Foo Fighters. I love it. I like it a lot. I... I wrote uh, pop punk parts, unbearable. Excellent playing, though. Excellent playing. I dig that chorus, man. It's just so something cathartic about it. It's like, I wish this was the the bad music that people put on at parties. If this was the shitty music you put on a party, I'd be okay with it. Mm, Instead, they put on Real Big Fish, and I want to stab them. I don't know. I still might stab someone. God damn it. Well, I know when I'm picking next party. <laughs> and that's my best album. I still might stab someone. Oh, oh they get, people don't listen out. They get so much better after this uh, to a degree. But Alex's best and personal favorite. Uh, but it's time to move on. It is. Oh, yeah. So now we are at 2006's and the battle begun. Best album cover, though. Best album cover. Check this shit out, y'all. That's fucking awesome. That's not a real accolade we do, but I just... If it... I am just slinging so much shit. If we had... If we did a best album art thing, there would be so many really bad bests. Yeah. Because a lot of... Most album covers aren't that good. 
by the way, I'm really glad you skipped that intro. Oh, yeah. It's awful. It annoys me. Um, if it was shorter, I would have played it, but I'm not going to play that intro for 40 seconds while we just... It's like uh, white dudes doing acapella voice to men kind of stuff. It's kind of cringy. So this is basically indie, this song. At this point, anyway. Yeah. It, it does go into some Fugazi-style galloping. Yes, I wrote, the, I wrote that, too. There's some Fugazi... Right here, especially. And they've left drive through Records. Yeah. Uh, did it on Embry's own label. Mm. I like this song. It took me a second to get into it, though. This is like a, a uh, an emo Fugazi, essentially. Which is funny. Yeah. This is satisfying. I like this song. I was neutral about it. And also, goddamn, I like how subtle the horns are there. Just, just creeping in there, just in yeah. the background. I love it when they're very... Mm. Uh, you know, held back. Not a fan, really, of the horns ever in this band. Um, I wrote this is for people who think Incubus is too basic, <laughs> but the Mars Volta is too intense. This, this is, is the album for a that huge person. step forward stylistically, but a pretty noticeable step backwards in the songwriting. I found all these songs to be fine, but not interesting. Uh, for, like hard I found it very hard to find these uh, to found it hard for these to uh, keep my attention also, Jesus Christ couldn't even finish yeah. the sentence also I don't know if it uh, if I develop Stockholm Syndrome but I like there's a lot of shit that made me feel like ripping my ears off I will say like from the previous album until the end I'm just like I don't care for it but I'm not like not fucking angry anymore right this this one is so this is what i mean uh because on the last album it did it the album before it it didn't it did it and this album does it where the opening track is this one thing and i think this is their new style Mm -hmm. and then nothing sounds like that and for the in this case i was disappointed because last album i was like i like it i don't like how much ska is still there but i like where they're going the next one is probably going to be the one that's going to Finally win me over. Yeah. And I was so let down. I was yeah. so let down by this. And I, I, like, I like that the only thing tying them to the, the reggae and ska roots is the horns at this point. It's just the horns because yeah. th- these songs are just proggy. They're they're really met like not, not say messy. They're complicated as fuck. They're all prog. It, specifically 1980, I felt like there was some cool riffs on there. But that song, it's like, oh, well. You know, our roots are in ska, so we just like kind of go back to home base. Like we divert to that to as like, oh, that's right. comfortable. That's where we're going to come back to. After. I did. I did feel 1980 was like it, like it took the pop punk style and at least did something actually interesting with it, which I've you I've really rarely heard. Maybe a couple of all songs mm-hmm. did that, like toward the end, maybe a couple, but more or less, it's very rare for me to come across that. So I did like it for that. And I did like uh, there is a, there is a lot of songs that I, I do like on there, but I don't I don't think they come even close to the highs of the last album. Mm. And 
even stuff later on. It's like, it's just very neutral to me. Uh, One million miles an hour, fast asleep. It's like relentless and fun. I think it's very cool. But again, it's not like I the, the songwriting itself, I think, is that memorable yeah. or interesting. You want to hear some of the worst sounding drums ever? I do. <laughs> well, you're gonna, yeah. Even in What's wrong with that, Alex? That's like two drum sets. It sounds like ass to me. I don't know why. I don't mind it. Interesting. I don't mind it because there's no other instruments. It feels like that's that's the, it's supposed to be a center. Yeah. What song is this? Uh, only for the night. She used to dream of right. I just. I don't know. I heard those drums and I was just like, why do they sound like that? Um, to be fair, I uh, on first listen, I was like, oh, this song is nice. And then on the second, I was like, it's just no, it's just it's the fucking vocals. And I hate that chorus. And mm. it's just not it's I don't hate it. But again, like I don't love or hate that much, except for Apparition. I it's pretty uneventful. It's pretty reggae-esque. It's like the closest thing to. Oh, yeah, that was more ska on the reggae whole, uh, bullshit. Yeah, that's like pretty much the only song on here. Uh, Some things I like. Who's that? Expoliate, Ex- oh, uh, uh, epoxy lips, yeah, slightly more interesting than the other songs on the album. And then it has a really fucking rad quiet part it, in the middle, yeah, really good. But oh, like, but again, it's like there's so much cool shit in it, but it, it, the rest of it just bleeds in with everything else around it. Uh, tainted wheat, also kind of. I like tainted wheat, I like it's it too. Good, good song, it's a it's it's a good song. So, that that's another example about why i feel this album took such a hit writing wise because that main bass line it's extremely underwhelming if you isolate the bass line mm. you only listen to that it's everything around it that makes the song good all the, guitar, the guitars doing crazy shit the drums going bananas it's everything around it that makes that song interesting to me and like another song like like two are unborn daughters it's decent but again if you're not on board with this band that will do nothing for you and it didn't and uh i mean it's fine for me but like uh so Crushing Destroyer, the last track. That's the most Fulta song they've done at this point. It Really? I think so. At this point, not in their whole career. Right, they do. I know, I know, absolutely what you're saying. Uh, so they do, that song, I'm getting all fucking tongue-tied. So they're using a lot of harmonic scales. Harmonic scales is like, like uh, East, not Eastern, um, like Egyptian kind mm-hmm. of. Whenever, whenever you think Egyptian sounding song, it's usually a harmonic scale. They're doing a lot of that shit on here. And that's the fact that that song ends with a song so heavily relying on, reliant on that. It just it just reminds me like this is this the whole album. All yeah. the songs are written kind of with that feel in mind, with that scale kind of with, it, with that scale's presence is never not there. Yeah. So it, it just makes the whole album feel like one big song that goes on. With, like this would be a really good shorter. I think this would be a great 30 minute album. Mm. And it's fucking, it's just so much on here. And again, I like that they're doing crazy shit. I was like so excited for this, but there's just never, the songs aren't there. Yeah. It never, well, for me, like, yeah, on, on paper, this sounds right. This sounds cool, but it never gets put put together yeah for me it's so funny how, how much i love good vocalists too and this guy is objectively a great singer and i just like oh whatever he goes crazy like oh shut up <laughs> stop I it i can't like divorce it from the because like earlier because what no he's he's so much better than earlier he's actually singing singing now but like what's it what's the one uh mouthful of hollow treats incredible drums for for one which is not surprising because they're, they're incredible on every album but in terms of 
like passionate Buckley esque vocal type performances. That song, huh? It's good. It's yeah. good. But I was thinking about this also today. Why I love Jeff Buckley so much. We covered him too, by the way. Why I love Jeff Buckley so much, but why I hate everyone who sings like him. Mm, why why yeah. do I hate that style? Yeah. But it's okay when he does it. It's just a fluke. He's like, a, he just transcended that style. Like he's, he just, he's the exception, he's not the rule. The yeah. fucking only exception I have yeah. for that. Like, hold on. Let me sing like a black girl. Like I'm a white guy, but let me sing like a black yeah, girl. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Like, there, uh, there's just something about Buckley. No one who listens to RX Bandits is listening to Jeff Buckley. Which I, I hope one day they'll they'll, well, they'll find him and then they're like, oh, he's very good too. Please expand, <laughs> broaden your horizon. God damn. Uh, but got a couple more. Got a couple more. So now we are on to 2009's Mandela. Nope, Mandala. Mandala. Not not like Nelson Mandela. Mandala. I can't tell what medium this album cover was made in. Like, is it? It looks. I mean, it looks like a collage, but yeah, if it was like pure computer or if, like if painted. This was, if this was a painting, I would blow whoever painted it. Also, love this intro. Super jazzy. Got almost Doors esque organs on there. Mm. I thought this was going to be the album that did it for me. Like they signed a Sergeant House. Sergeant House, my favorite label. We love some Sergeant House. Oh, yeah. um, there's only horns on two songs. Yeah, the horn players left the band, or yeah, the main horn player left the band. So already, this doesn't sound like he's writing the same kind of song. This, no. doesn't, this doesn't feel like the rest of the songs. You know what kind of reminds me of? Just the writing. A little bit of blonde redhead. Mm, I can, I can hear that with yeah. the keyboards. Yeah. Um, Not the presentation, just, yeah. just, just the writing. I do feel like you were saying earlier, this song's kind of an outlier. Yeah, like, this is. is the most poppy song on the... I thought I was getting an album full of this. But I do like the song a lot. And, like... I also like his vocals on this album. Reminds me of Muse. Yep, yep. It is so Muse. <laughs> but it's passionate. It's passionate. It's moving. I mean, that's why best personal favorite. And I, 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 I can't believe. I, I love it. I love this album. I really. I was like, yes, yes. This. Here's why I don't like it. Why? Two Volta. Volta. This was released peak Volta. Peak Volta. It's so obvious that it's just like highly influenced by the Volta, perhaps. If you want to use that word, that's a nice word. Well, sometimes people are just influenced, Alex. Not everybody steals. Like, oh, you guys have never sung in Spanish before. That's hilarious. I, I, All of a I sudden? Know. All of a sudden, huh? What if he's like fucking Ecuadorian this, this whole time and we just didn't know? <laughs> I wonder. I, wa I wonder he's what not. happened. Where he's like, "Let me sing in Spanish." I wonder. 
I wonder what was going on in the world. Or he's like, let me do that. So, and here's why I don't give a fuck. <laughs> because the writing is back to being interesting. Yeah. So the, the presentation is not original. It is mm-hmm. for sure Musy and, and Volte. Yeah. It, absolutely. But I don't give a fuck because I'm not bothered by his vocals. He's singing in a way that is uncharacteristic of him. Like, yes. complete. Yes. He's not singing like Matt Embry at yes. all. He's doing long phrases now. And it may, not, it may sound like a nothing sentence, what I just said, but before he would do a lot of lyrics bunched up together and a lot of like, like a lot of wiggly stuff, a lot of vibrato stuff and lot of like, like <laughs> all that stuff yeah. here. He's doing long drawn out passages. Mm-hmm. He's just a lot of dragging, dragging mm-hmm. the word out. And that may not seem like a big deal, but when you have a proggy ass song and you're trying to follow a bunch of stuff, vocals need to be simpler. Yes. It, it makes it just, I mean, Volta does that. Yeah. He has long, yeah. she stretches up. Sometimes he condenses stuff and he s- sings fast, but you gotta, it has to be okay for someone to hear. Like they have to be yeah. able to, to grab it. And it, so the whole, the whole, whole album, he's singing differently. And then also his vocals are mixed differently. Yes. The only album in the goddamn discography that's mixed differently where they're in the mix. They're not on top of it. They're not leading the songs. They're inside the songs. They're not taking over the everything and, and overpowering every song. They're, they're just a part of the song. So I was like, even just that alone, I'm already I'm already sold. So I think the only song or no, I had like the vocals bother me a few times. Like Hope is a Butterfly. I love that song. It's so beautiful. <laughs> also, I did write that I may visit this a few months from now yeah. when I'm not like within the context. Yeah. Um it's only a parsec. That's some neat playing on that. Great stuff. So damn technical. They've gone full prog here. This is peak prog. They they don't ever go more prog than this. And so back to Hope is a Butterfly for a second. Let's do the it. The most egregious song title. The yes. full the full title. Are you ready, everybody? The longest song title we've ever covered on this podcast. Oh, that's the other thing they do in its very full title. Long song yeah. titles. So here's the full title. Hope is a Butterfly. No net its captor. She beat her wings and softly sings of summer scent and children's laughter ellipses and then in parentheses virus of silence now how much of that is unnecessary would you say uh 80 percent of it about about also when they play that live they better intro it is that (laughs) the song is called they better say yeah they better say the whole fucking thing i hope so but it's a fucking great song and given how many changes it has i would expect it to be a pretty beefy lengthy song it's fucking four minutes four concise minutes of just killer riff after killer riff and i'm talking like the changes in it are, are drastic like uh it starts out with a you know pretty straightforward kind of thing and then it goes kind of i don't want to say it speeds up but it, it feels like it speeds up mm-hmm. it just changes rhythms completely and then it goes back and back and forth and it doesn't feel like like a um like a choppy math rock kind of thing yeah nothing on here feels choppy everything even feels though, very yeah and even though they dabble in the math rock it never feels like this like that's the difference i guess the difference in my mind between math rock and prog is prog feels more like songs song oriented math rock feels more riff oriented and this is for sure proggy and yeah you said you mentioned it's only another parsec god i I, that outro comes out of fucking nowhere it's gorgeous yeah gorgeous outro yeah and uh i like most the only songs i don't care for on here are buried down low and the closer bring our children home or everything is nothing i hate 
bury it down low. I need this throat. Get the fuck out of here. I hate this shit so much. Um, <laughs> <Love> this album. <laughs> another song I found offensive, March of the Caterpillar. Are you kidding me? That's one where I'm like, how is that not ska? That is like. Not, put it on. That's not ska at all. <laughs> I thought about ska. ska and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> no and like. So one, one reason I like this song, great pacer, great pacer. It's the first mellow song after like four mm, gauntlets yeah. of crazy stuff, or like five. So this is not, no Scott here. This is all prog. I love this shit. This is very fun to me. Especially with that. Both guitars doing something different. Mm. I, get, I get the vocals. I get the vocals. Yeah. You can put horns in this right now. You can. But it would still be the best ska song they ever fucking did. Uh, Man. Because that, that alone, uh, especially with like really big sounding drums like that, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, I don't want to like reference June of 44 or something, but like post-rock, early post-rock bands like that where mm -hmm. you had two uh, extreme panned guitars, one left, one right, and then drums doing this really big kind of like uh, clicking thing where they're hitting the, the, the rim of the snare. And, and it's just mellow, but it still has like some grit to it. And I, that's why I liked it because it's like, all right, we, we got some mellowness here, mellowness here. And then White Lies comes on and kills the momentum because it's another, it's even slower, it's even more mellow. So I thought that was like a really bad pacing choice. But then that song, by the end of it, it's got all these fucking strings. It's gorgeous. I wanted, I want, I wanted the whole song to I, be based around those violins and they're strings. They're so well done. Yeah. Produced fucking perfectly. The way yeah. they, oh, they feel so goddamn as one cohesive, uh, like sphere of sound. If I want to sound like a douchebag and use an analogy <laughs> like that, because. Again, nothing here feels layered on top of. Everything feels ingrained with it with itself. Mm -hmm. It's so well produced. It's like it's really fucking cool. I, it just and again, uh, with uh, the one Spanish song, "Mientras la veo soñar." We can't rip off black guys anymore. Let's go. Latin. Go to the Browns. Go to the Browns. Browns. The one shade lighter. Bill, there's like a billion spacey guitars in there. There is. It sounds so huge. It sounds so goddamn big. I think I wrote us. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. It's still pretty, it's still pretty good. And it, honestly, that full on Volta keyboard solo is a little much. It's mm. a little too on the nose. A little too Volta, if you ask me. I think. I think the most Volta song on here is "Bleed to Be Free." Really, I love that song. It so has much. like psychedelic freakout parts yep. with blistering drums. The drums are amazing. It's the most metal they've like the guitars are pretty metal on there. I fucking love that song so much. Like that main riff is so crazy. It's so yeah. And it's not just that it's crazy. Cause again, the last one was kind of crazy, but I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but it has a personality to it. These songs have way more individuality. More so than most of their albums, I would say. Like, they, they feel like they can hold up on their own. And that song, Blood to Be Free, halfway through, it just turns into a different song. Yeah. It just turns into a different song. Mm -hmm. And I love that shit. When I just don't know when something's about to happen. And it, you get a little surprise. A little, little treat. Also, I think uh, in that in that second half, has their most impressive guitar solo. 
on bleed to be yeah, blood to be free. free. Yeah, very very full on shred fest, shred fest. It's no uh, Jimmy World Bleed America. I'll say that. <laughs> Jimmy World. Why not? I don't know why not. I have no reason why not. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but goddamn, I, I I really did like this album. I heard this and I was like, I'm excited again. I I'm glad I got this. I, I'm, I, I'm glad I guess I got this. No, I did. I <laughs> I was done. I was done. I'm like, if I'm not feeling it now. There's no hope for me. Oh God, I'm surprised the vocals at least didn't didn't at least uh, relax you a bit because of how just how much of a dramatic change they've gone through on this album. Well, no, because I still hate them on "Hope Is a Butterfly." All right, I hate yeah, "Bring Our Children Home." This the fuck. It feels like it should have been on the and last it, album. And then buried down low. I'm just like the fuck out of here. Ah, uh, it's not enough. It's not enough for me. I love it. Love it. It was enough for me. God damn it. God damn. What? I will say a little before we move on to the next one, uh, and it doesn't really affect me, but it just kind of pissed me off. I read in 2001, they announced they were done touring. I mean, 2011? Or 2011. Uh, we're done touring. Big farewell tour. It lasted all of a year. Well, didn't didn't there was a, a miscommunication, right? Where there was it the guitar player who said, like, no, we meant we're not going to tour in the summer anymore. We're not breaking up. I th- it was like a statement he released. He's like, no, that's not what we meant. I it was. I don't know. Everyone going to that fucking tour thought they were done touring. Uh, I don't know when the statement was released, but it was like, oh no, we're not. We're, no, we're not. I up. took it that but they were still going to record. I think is do like one off shows. Well, they also they weren't exactly lying because they kind of just stopped doing everything. Like they stopped. I mean, the next album is a few years later, a few years later. And well, they went on tour a year later. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's right. That was the Brazilian one, right? Yeah, they lasted one year and then they toured Brazil if and this went full blown. If that statement wasn't immediately after. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't, it doesn't affect my music listening. No, but, but also, also I'm just like, fuck you. Hey man, Rolling Stones has been doing that shit for 80 years. Yeah. Last tour ever. 79. Yeah. Kiss fucking everyone else. We should be dead. But last album time, everybody we've made it. We've made it. Christian, Somehow we've made it. We did it. We did it for you. God damn it. I used to, I enjoyed myself uh, for the mo- most part uh, for some of the part. This is the last album. God damn. This is 2014's Gemini, Her Majesty. I wonder where they got the idea to name something Gemini from. I have no idea. I, uh, I don't believe any other albums have that. Or uh, any other songs. Or is the volume. It is. Sorry. Okay. I restarted. Best album cover they have. I love it. Um, I've had like daydreams about this very image before even seeing this. Wow. Well, that's literally the image, but just like of a woman in the cosmos and sky. Also, I skipped the intro. As you should. It's almost the same as Battle. It's very similar. It's marginally better. Still bad. Still bad. In my opinion. But at least they don't sound like the Volta on this album. No. This is all... Well, you'll hear a little bit. I really, really like this song. This song, fucking, I was on board. Fucking said this song. For an RX Bandit song, this is as good as it's gonna get. This is a rad song. That psychedelic ass production. 
This is the most psychedelic album by far. Yeah, it's, you, you can tell by the album cover. This is really fucking cool. Yeah. This is brilliantly produced. Just how many different types of sounds you're hearing. Yeah. One after, the, one after the other. Yeah, you're right in the sense that it never was like overwhelming. It never. He's a fucking amazing singer. I just, it's just, this is the style. Because you hear it, he's doing really cool stuff. I just don't think it fits for some reason. It's just so sublime. Man, I just, I don't know. Man, we listen, I will say, uh, like the playing and the riffs are so cool. We listened to that for two fucking minutes right yeah. now and it didn't feel. It did not at all. That was two minutes? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So this one let me down pretty bad. This one, uh, oh, it's still on. Oh, sorry. Uh, God damn. All right. Because that, that opening track, Ruby Cumulus. God it, damn it. Again, that a cool gives song. you a false sense of. Just like the past five albums in a row, yeah. you think you're, oh, this is what they're going to sound like. And the album does not sound like that song. It's full on psychedelic. But the writing is way weaker. The prog stuff is, it's not gone, but it's not even remotely close to the last album. Um, close. So. Songs like Wide Open, I'm like, I can still envision the horns. I hate it. It's, yeah, it's songs like that where I'm like, you say you don't play ska music anymore. It's not ska, but he's just singing that way. That's just his, and like, that's what, that's, that was a song because on, on the opening track, I'm like, he's, he's a little, he's a bit more singy than he was the last mm -hmm. album, but it's not, the song is good. I'm not really paying attention to it. And it was that song that I was like, oh, they're back. Oh, they're fuck, back. they're back. God they're damn back. it, they're back. He's singing exactly the way he did on every other album on here. Or it's like Fire to the Ocean. There's like some dancey riffs that make me think of like Gang of, Gang of Four. Yeah. It's played fast. It's fine. And yeah, then there's this like trippy reggae garbage. Um, it's fine. It's just not what I was hoping for. And like, the, what is it? The single for this one was Stargazer. Like this one, it feels like one of the midway albums, one of the midpoint albums. It's it's like this it is still a step has back. It's yeah, it still has cool stuff, but it's equal parts annoying. Uh, but and then equal parts, there's something cool in there, and it's like that's not that's not. Oh god damn, this is a full on regression, and it took me. I was almost in denial for a little bit. Like please don't, no, no, come on, man. And I'm not surprised because I never, the, I never fell for it. The final <laughs> nail. Where I was like, oh, this blows was Meow Meow Space Tiger. I was like, this this fucking sucks. This I hate is, it. God I damn. hate it. It's a, yeah, that's that's that, that one's that's a reg, there's a reggae influence yeah. for sure there. It's like, oh, he wants to bring it back a little bit. Like it was gone on the last album, but here we go again. That's but, yeah, that's when I was like, you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. There's still a, there's a couple more songs. So the opening track, obviously, you like that one. G2G, that's more of what I was hoping for. Mm -hmm. Love it. Even uh I mean, even when it goes all poppy, I still don't mind it so much. And it has a great outro. And then the the last track, Future Buddy, fucking so well written. I love that last song. It's like, that's. Uh, oh, I. OK, I kind of like that song. So good. Then so this good. motherfucker started counting. Oh, that's he's counting the time signature. I found it oddly charming. Once me off. See if I remember the time signature is one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So nice. it was, it was, he's counting the time signature, yeah. which is like, that is, that is very, it's a very cute thing to do. Yeah. At least he's singing it. He was at least singing it. So that's why I that forget it. still pissed me off. It found, I found it charming, but it also has a ton of range. And, and that song itself, the, the, the one song alone has so much unpredictability in it. Like that's what I was expecting of the whole album. So I was hoping for the whole album. And it really only delivers in three songs, mm. three main songs. I've, uh, yeah, I've never been so offended by a band changing their sound before <laughs> because our friend Christian told us it gets good. I believed him and I, and I don't think he's lying. I, I've I, never, get it. I never met him and I believed him for some reason. <laughs> You'll never love again, Alex. I, I'm never going to dance again. Uh, will you be tomorrow i think is a pretty good example of how, of how much they've they've dialed back the prog and dialed up the psychedelia i like that song better than a lot of stuff on here uh this because it didn't make me think of garbage music i like we were in 1995 i like that song 1995 i like that one i think it's good i want i really I really wanted like these last three albums to be dope. I wanted, I re like if we're judging books by covers, these great covers, great covers, great covers. I've oh, another song that this like broke me. Oh, what penguin Marlon. Oh, Brando. I like it too. I like that one as well. I don't even like this album that much. And I like that song. <sighs> no, it's, it's got no. It's got a funk rhythm to it. Even though the song is not even remotely funk. Yeah. It just, We've expanded our sound. Not they have. <laughs> you can't listen to that fucking garbage ass first album and then say this is a, a worse band. You can't do that. No, I can't. I can't. But also I can say. That you don't like it. They see they still. They may have got rid of the horn section, but in their heart of hearts. It's it's, it's Matt's heart they, of hearts. He's they, a boy. They write it. Like, they write the song. Checkered patterns. Yes. They write the songs as if. They're bringing in horns. I I don't know how you can make that assumption hearing these songs. I'm not for a couple of them. For sure, you could you could feel a little bit of that. Yeah. But for other stuff, it's like this. That there you can you can probably throw a horn in there. But how could you not throw a horn in there? It's just another instrument. They're doing a million instruments. Why wouldn't you be able to throw a horn a horn in there? It's just literally another layer. I think your association with horns with ska so much. Especially it's, it's this what, band. It's what's, it's what's tainting this because That's, you can put a horn anywhere. You can put any layer anywhere, but because you associate horns so much with ska, it's making you not appreciate how goddamn original a lot of this stuff is. Maybe, but yeah, like, I don't know, like uh, a song like the Ramones rock and roll radio or like uh, the Stooges when you bring in horns, it's kind of noisy. It's kind of messy. I'm for it. So the Stooges did not do horns a very normal way. No, 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 no. no. But <laughs> I'm just... As an example of <laughs> how I don't necessarily hate it in rock music. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying your association with this band with horns. Like you think like they have the, well, there has to be Scott. If, if these guys are using horns, it, ha it must be Scott. I, I disagree. I think it doesn't have to be Scott. Uh, they would, they would disagree with me, but I'm going to say if you're singing like that and I, I have no idea how you could say that as not the songwriter. Like you get, I think you're doing this when he, when they're saying we're not doing this. Well, like you can't, you, just because you feel that way, you can't say that they're doing that. You get I, what I'm saying? I do. But then also I call bullshit. How so? Like 
this is an awful comparison, but like I remember like Avril Lavigne coming on this thing. She's like, I'm a punk rocker. She sure was, Alex. <laughs> she said she played punk rock music, but she didn't. Uh so what's not psychedelic about this? No, there are, there are psychedelic yeah. elements, but I'm just saying it's like I said before, it is their their comfort food, their home base. It is ingrained in their DNA and it's never no matter what they do, it is never going to leave. I disagree wholeheartedly and then go ahead and leave comments cuz whose side are you taking i'm not even jumping in the comment oh, section no on this oh, one no. i don't want no part of no part strangers of oh yeah disagree wholeheartedly i'll talk this is going to evolve just as much as any other type of person i agree style and all that but not matt embry insane insane that you can he, say that. insane he's and yeah i i don't know what else to say other than like yeah him and fucking chris and steve and joseph are amazing musicians. I just fucking, mm, I can't. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> We're at an impasse. <laughs> this is the first legit impasse. Yeah, that we've had yeah, in a while. Yeah, usually, yeah. usually if it's different, it's like, oh, I could get that. I yeah. respect that. I this- always defend the musician. <laughs> I always defend the musician. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I know what goes into that. I know how, what sure. kind of change goes into that. Sure, yeah. but what they say and what the the product that comes out is, and why didn't i get that from the product i don't there we go and I that's the impasse that is the definition that, of the impasse yeah that's there the we fucking go. impasse right there oh shit but well they're not gonna release any more albums so <laughs> i mean they might it's probably not likely and uh i yeah i don't know we might fucking do sounds of animals fighting oh yeah that's a very manageable discography how many is that like three. Oh, that's nothing maybe four yeah uh, they may even be broken up. It wouldn't surprise me. But also, even this band, like they're like not broken up, but they're not doing anything. You know, no plans. They probably haven't toured. Oh, yeah. in longer than the retirement from touring. Uh oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last, I mean, according to old Wikipedia, last show was like uh, January twenty twenty. Mm, and the. Well, that's reasonable given it's, the state of the world. Yeah. But even then, like before that, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. It seemed like, yeah, pretty much just like, eh, well, a couple shows every now and then. Uh, good for them. I think, I think the, I think Matt does like, you know, work on other albums. He does a lot of producing, I believe. And if he's, this produce- man is the man of a thousand side projects. If he's doing the producing on these albums, which I think he's, I think I, he might. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God damn, that dude at least has a really good ear for that. Again, he knows, he knows his way around the studio. Switches can, and boards and all that. Mm. This guy can actually play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. This dude really can. Yeah. And he sings as good as Bradley Noel. Uh, honestly, like if, if anybody, anybody who likes sublime, you should just, fucking ditch that shit Listen, these guys are better than sublime like we may not like, care for either one but like god damn it yeah like, go for the one that's clearly can back it up and, and you can die young see live without replacing oh yeah with a, a guy named rome yeah fucking he's yeah, like god. madonna is this rome it's just rome it's rome madonna and share seal that's seal whatever happened to seal isn't he missing no he was uh last i saw him he was in that Andy Samberg movie, Pop Star. How long ago was that? This was like four, five years ago. I'm going to pull it up right now. 
I think, I believe. Because when are we going to talk about seal again? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> why I'm doing it. I believe it's a, I got to find it. I think it's a comedian named Chloe LeBranche. She's a New York based comic. And uh, I think she went like a whole, a whole thing about where is seal we have to find seal and she started like doing on the street stuff like holding up a photo of like seal space like have you seen <laughs> i think it was her i'm trying to pull it up i think it was her she got kissed by that rose hard oh hard uh pop star came out 2016 oh, okay okay that was uh, not too long ago that's the last i saw a seal shit was it her <laughs> oh fuck Maybe it wasn't. It's going to be here forever. Just like, hold on. Where is Seal? Then again, this motherfucker deletes her post like crazy. So she might have deleted it. Anyway. I imagine Seal had that power to delete her post. He's like, I'm pulling the strings. Yeah. I do. Maybe some people don't want to be found. Chloe. Is he still with Heidi Klum? Oh, we've gone so far. I don't know. Is he? <laughs> we've gone so far off topic. Oh, God damn. Today. Uh, we, we, uh, oh yeah so fucking yeah whatever i guess i'll, I'll, I'll drop that yeah uh i guess that's it so uh thank you all <laughs> oh such, recap yeah recap god that was the most like teetering out in there <laughs> worst least favorite those damn bandits those damn bandits indeed ah oh, fucking i never stopped saying that uh best personal favorite to my surprise the songs that i just like the most I the resignation, and for me, same worst and least favorite. Those damn bandits is is that damn ska. It's just it's just too much. You're not you're not gonna win. I can't do it. If you want us to listen to more ska, we're probably not gonna do it because you know what we're gonna say. It's ridiculous. I mean, we're gonna do no doubt one day. Oh god, <laughs> done in like three albums, right? I uh, they might have five. Why would they have five? They have three songs. Cause they, they have the I'm, the I'm the girl one. They have the dun 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 dun. They have that one. Uh, maybe it's just two songs. And then you're skipping. It's my life. Okay, three it's songs. Now the, there it is. Fucking Sunday morning, dog. Which is all, the previous songs are all off the the same album. So they only have one album, is what I heard. <laughs> That's all I got. What about ex girlfriend? I don't know. Or no, I'm not gonna try. I'm not yeah, gonna try. I have no idea. Uh, but, but uh, Man, uh, Mandala, best personal favorite. I like it a lot. I was very pleasantly surprised. His singing is not annoying. Alex doesn't like it, but that's okay. There's different strokes for different folks. Oh, you this I turned into a great album. You this turned into Coco Rosie. <laughs> I think it's a great album. It's much better than all of Coco Rosie's shitty records. I hate Coco Rosie, by the way, but no, I'd go. What was the one album we liked? Oh, it was Grey Oceans. Great, I go Grey Oceans over a lot of this shit. I go Mandala over Grey Oceans. 100%. Damn. 100%. I really liked it. Really liked it. Uh, but that was an exciting, exciting episode. Goddamn. Spicy. Spicy. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. It has been a delight. Thank you, Christian, for making this fight. It's always wonderful. Uh, and we have a very, another big Patreon. Is it next week? Yes. Shit. So next week, there's another Patreon requested episode coming up. And then and that's it. No, then we got another, we got another. Let's just call it a bribe request. Oh, I forgot about that. You li literally just told yeah. Me about I got to squeeze in a schedule somewhere, but it'll be soon after that. So if you want to suggest an artist, patreoncom slash every album ever. Uh, you know, let's jump the line. You let you just talk about it sooner. You can do all that. There's also bonus episodes, which I'm really 
not keeping up with as much as I should be. I'm sorry, patrons. I will get on it. I promise. Uh, Spotify playlist on RX Bandits. You should find a link in the description, uh, as well as a playlist associated with every other episode that we've done. Everyallmember.com, blah, blah, blah. I can follow me on Instagram at PanderMonkey and Alex. Pope Ch- No. Uh, <laughs> at Mother Puncture. And I believe that is that it? That's about it. That's about it. I think so. I so mean, you're, you're fucking. I don't want this shit. Oh, 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 Alex. Mike just turned into oh, Santa Claus. Oh, well, I know which one I'm picking, little boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. And you're not going to like it. I don't give or maybe a, you, maybe I, you don't. I don't give a shit. This is Bled to be Free. Man, I love fine. it. Hell yeah. So thank you so much for listening and watching. Ow. See ya. Yeah.